0: Some of you guys know I love t shirts and stuff and just fun stuff. So, Pete and Connie Lindquist, your sis from Dallas, I was talking about naked mole rats and Noah's Ark. So, they sent me this. My spirit animal is the naked mole rat, God's terrible mistake. So, um. <laughs> huh? That's a close one if it's not a mistake. Have you seen them at the Shine Mountain Zoo? Huh? Yeah, you're like, the little dude can't see, has no pigment, no hair. gets sunburned. Like, what's up with that, God? I, that's one I want to know, honestly. Like, OK, what's with that? So anybody else have that question? Sometimes you see sometimes snakes and spiders and stuff to me too. I'm like, all right, what's with that, right?: Yeah, let's pray for your dad a minute. OK? Any update, Mike or no? Yeah, so any update yet or no? There's no update yet as far as I know. he's just tuned up right now. They really haven't given him a breathing test. Yeah, okay. They're just waiting to, for the stuff to go out of his lungs. The, the, the yeah, all right. So some of you guys don't know Bill Surface is in ICU. had surgery, like emergency surgery on his gut, right? Yeah, it was Wednesday last week. Yeah, so we, I was over there Friday with your your sisters at yeah. uh, at his room and had a really great prayer time. and. Your sister said that they, they felt more peace in the room that night than ever before. Is that what they told you too? Yes. Yeah, it was tangible. You could feel it. So anyway, he just needs his, uh, he needs the, the fluid off his lungs and he needs his intestines to basically start working. They put him to sleep kind of when they did surgery. So you guys know how to pray. We just see him. You know what? I, I know like Ashley saw, his Bill's usually right here like dancing and clapping with his hands in the air. So that's a great picture. If you guys want to, what's that? All of these songs were his favorite. He would be dancing. Like yeah, and, the, and he is in the spirit. So, so let's just see him dancing like that. It says, Father, we love you. We praise you. We just thank you that uh, we just see Bill totally healthy, totally recovered, vibrant, whole, that your love, your light, your warmth, everything you are is, is just flowing through every part of his body right now. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We just see him dancing. We see him clapping. We see him completely healthy. Just peace for him, peace for his whole family. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Can't you just see him dancing, clapping? Yeah, thank you, Lord. Bring a dish back into amen. You see him bringing a yeah. dish to potluck? Yeah. That's yeah. what you saw, really? Yeah. Yeah. Tater tot yeah. casserole, obviously. Yeah. Green bean casserole? Green bean casserole? Yeah. Okay, we'll go with you, Micah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a classic Midwest thing. Yeah, Father, we just thank you that. We call it done. If we can see it in the spirit, we know it's done. So we just thank you for that in Jesus' magnificent name. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. That good? Uh, you guys okay with a couple more testimonies? Um, they're always fun, right? So everything, uh, let's see. So this, I got this um, from my friend Sue, uh, who I grew up with actually, and she was the one where she was, she was seeing her, her daughter with severe eczema, her granddaughter, and she started just see and feel her skin smooth and where it was so bad, you know, that kids were picking on her and it was painful just to even put lotion on and. A week later, she was whole. So, so now she's on to finances. How about that? So this is fun, right? See, this is what people need to realize, what I'm trying to get people to understand is um, he's, as Colossians says, as John 1 says, is he's in and through and holds everything together. Are we okay with that? So by faith, we understand that everything we see, everything physical that we can feel, see here with our physical senses is made by something we can't see, which is him, which is spirit. It's His spirit is the substance of everything. Are you guys okay with that? Like it's the substance of rocks, it's the substance of you, it's the substance of, of uh, everything. And so he's given us this unique ability. You know, um, as Baxter's one of his favorite verses is John 14, 20. When, uh, and if you just string John's books together and you kind of read the whole narrative where he says... Um, and he even says, he goes, listen, there's so many things I want to tell you, but you're not going to get it until I send you the Spirit, right? But when I send you the Spirit, you're going to get that you're, no, you're never separated. This idea that you could somehow be separated from me is going to go away, and you're going to cry out, what? Daddy. He's my, he's my dad. Like, so far from separation, amen? So he goes, in that day, you're going to realize I'm in you, you're in me, and we're one. And Christianity has such a great job of done such a great job of separating us from God that these sound foreign. And it was really the whole message of Christ was this incarnation that um, here's how the early church, like if you go read all the, the patristics, here's what they would say. Now this sounds blasphemous today, but this is what why they were so excited in the early church. He said, God became man so that man may become God. That's not me. Don't get mad at me. These are all these are the guys who wrote your Bible, by the way, canonized it. Okay, so they're saying that. So get mad at them. So uh, they're like, that's blasphemy. I'm going, they told Jesus he was blasphemous for saying that too. But um, that's what the early church said is, is this, this whole incarnation is this beautiful union. So he's, what he's saying is he's saying, listen, there's a, there's a verse in 1 John 5, 14. You guys, it's one of my favorites, but it's, it's where we get this weird deal if it's his will or not. It says, this is the confidence that we have in him. I'll read it how most of you guys have heard it first. This is the confidence we have in him. If we ask anything, comma, according to His will, comma, right? If we ask anything, comma, according to His will, comma, we have what we've asked of Him. No, wait, that butchered it. little Hold on. I'm trying to do it in my mind. Too excited about my naked roll wrap roll shirt. <laughs> Lisa, this is how we are in person too. Sorry. Don't disappoint That's you. Great. Great. <laughs> Lisa, our friend from Garden City, one of our... Own, uh, just uh, are, you, are you Garden City proper? Lincoln, it's 20, oh, right there. I was telling, I was telling uh, Lisa and her husband that I came to visit you all the time through Dodge City and Garden City when she was still a cadet up here. So I'm very familiar with it. No. I, I would drive through her town... Pretty much every weekend to come see her. Nine hours each way. I was committed, sweetie. <laughs> yes. And that was before they had, like, GPS and everything, so they couldn't track me. I'm like, Where's Popovich? I had my, like, phone on thing. <laughs> we did some things. So anyway, it's calculated risk. You guys have never done that, have you? Like. I get caught, this is, ah, it's worth it to go see her. So anyway. Um, all right. So 1 John 5, 14. Oh gosh. 13 is just as good. These things I've written unto you that believe in the name of the Son of God. Now I've told you that. Like it's not, it's not meaning that I believe in the name of Jesus. How most of you guys are like, I believe in the name of Jesus. Like it's, you think his name is J-E-S-U-S. What does he really mean? It goes, if you believe in the name, what he's saying is if you believe in the surname, that he's your father, he's the father, he's the name above all names. So like your name isn't surface, it's Eloah. You're born, you're birthed from Eloah. Isn't that cool? So because if you believe in the surname, I'm just gonna say it like that, of the son of God, that you will, you may know that you have eternal life. How many guys want eternal life? It's not some distant thing, guys and that you believe in the name of the Son, because then he tells us what, the, what eternal life is. He says eternal life is to know the nature of God, to be in c- complete unity and fellowship with love and revelation, love and light. I, you can see clearly, right? But then this is the part I wanted to get to. And this, so he says that, he goes, you may know that you have eternal life, and you may believe on the name of the Son of God. So this means a lot to a Hebrew. We go going. When you believe that you have the name of the Son of God, this is what he's saying. When I send the Holy Spirit, you're going to believe that I'm, he's your dad. Not separated. You guys getting all this? Because now the next verse makes a lot of sense. This is the, so he goes, once you know that you're a son and you believe in the name of the Son of God, this is the confidence or persuasion, faith that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will, comma, that's how it's usually, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions of him. So let me read it how I, it should be read. does then it makes sense? This is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything, according to his will, he hears us. Yes. And if we know he hears us, doesn't that next sentence make sense now? Yeah. Here's his will. He hears you. And this is the confidence we have in him, always And that's what Psalm 22 says, where we go, where Jesus is on the cross. He says, uh, you know, we we read the first part, right, where he's going, um, why have you separated yourself from me, right? My God, my God, why have you separated yourself from me, basically. I'm like, read the rest. Because if you get down to the bottom, it says, I heard your cry, and I always hear your cry, and I did not turn my face from you. Amen? He can't, because here's what I wanted to get. So in that day, when you realize that he's your father, and to, once you're a bar mitzvah, to, as a Hebrew, if you're a son, you are co-equal with the father. And if, you have, if you're the bride of Christ, you're co-equal with the husband, right? This is true religion. To take care of, what is an orphans? Okay, if you really understand it. So that's why we do Inspire 100, right? We take care of people and do those things. But if you really understand it, what's the true worship to that person who doesn't have a bride or who doesn't have a father to tell them their unity that's the whole goal of inspires to take care of their physical needs but all but then all of a sudden go guess what he's your husband and your father and if you ask anything you receive we give them back their the truth about who they are that they're loved brides of christ and loved sons that's the true ministry you guys get it maybe not Okay, that's a huge deal to them, right? It's a huge deal. Like, you mean, G- the God himself is my, my husband and he's my father? That means something. doesn't mean to a Western Christian, but it means something to them. So here's the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know he hears us, we have what we ask for. Amen? So in that day, you're gonna realize I'm in you, you're in the Father, and we're one. So when I read these testimonies, here's, do you hear it? Do you hear it for yourself if I'm saying it? Then who else hears it? the father. So you, any testimony I share, you can go, yes, Lord, that's mine. And the father within you hears it. If you know he hears it, the same testimony is yours. You guys get it? Cool? Yeah. All right. Got it. All right. So anyway, so here's what she said. Hey, Mike, check this out. So she's getting fired up about God now, <laughs> which is fun. So I'm a licensed insurance agent. She gives the name, but I'm not going to say that. I'm an employee in the home office, so I get an hourly wage plus a bonus which has been totally lame for the past year, averaging about $400 a month. So now that I know how to pray and I learned from you, I've envisioned big and I've been thankful. I got a bonus 10 times that this month. And now this month is looking even bigger. Thanks for putting it all together with me. I feel so much gratitude. I'm loving the God that is crazy about me and that feeling is so incredible to what I've learned most of my life and how we grew up. So the picture I'm showing you was the three past bonuses every month that averaged about $400. My bonus this month is 4,000 LOL God rocks. Isn't that good? Wow. <laughs> so check this out. So X times, 10 times, right? How many of you guys want a 10 times increase in one month? That's your, the father hears it. You can claim that. You go, you know what? The father, if we know that he asks anything that, that uh, I have, you can go, father, that's mine. And if we know he hears it, did you hear it? Then we know he heard it because you are one. Whatever. That's what, so your joy may be full, right? People go, this is crazy. No, it's not. Tell, this, tell her it's crazy. So this is a more serious one. Not that that's not serious, because anytime you get four times the increase, yeah, God rocks, right? It's a good deal. Um, and don't give me money doesn't make you happy deal. That's just nonsense. So give it to me. It'll make me happy. I'll take... <laughs> I'll find something to do with it. So uh, I'm looking... In fact this whole virus thing. I'm like, thank you, Lord. Airline tickets went down. <laughs> and hotels in New York are dropping precipitously. Thank you, Father. So I'm looking for our trip. I'm going, oh, they're coming down. Thank you, Lord. So maybe everybody will stay away. <laughs> so, okay, this is a this is a kind of a... Um, this is from friends in... Uh, uh, hey, man, I see you guys. They just sent me a picture. So... I didn't ask if I could use your name, so I'm not going to use your name, but these guys are in Florida. Um, and this is a pretty serious one because a lot of people have situations like this. So they had, they had three kids that um, got messed up in, in drugs and were kind of on the street. So here's the power of prayer, though. Is this cool? Um, so here's what they said. So when it comes to healing, I've tried so many things and in so many ways. Womack's teaching Randy Clark Joseph Prince etc but what you teach works the fastest and so they here's what they did so their their kids were out on the street and and uh, messed up with drugs which happens does it not here's the power of prayer though so that all they did is they started to see the kids back at home enjoying meals with them Amen. amen and uh two of them responded pretty quick and then the last one they were like we still have one more prodigal and then yesterday morning they're like praise god but the third prodigal's back now there's in that beautiful like thank you father thank you father now here's what's really wild so one of them uh and i want you to catch this because so one of them was caught got a dui and drug possession okay but they were, it was good because it, they were like, you know what, Dad, Mom, I want to I come home. I want to get help. It's the first time. It, but knowing who they are, so here's what the father did. I'm going to see it completely dropped. Everything dropped. Now, some guys don't get that. They're like, that's not fair. They're guilty. That's all they like, yeah, Man, if it was your kids, you'd want that. Amen. So sure enough, a week later, Judge drops everything. Amen. And so her, her, she said to her dad. She's like, "Dad, thank you so much." And in just jubilee. Now the goodness of God leads to metanoia. Amen. That'll do more for that girl to change, like, because I know in those places, we, when we're guilty of stuff, we don't feel worthy, do we? God just goes, "You're still worthy." My judgment, the great white throne judgment, guys. You know what the great white throne judgment is going to be? Come on in. You're righteous that's the great white throne judgment. Isn't that beautiful? It's the same Jesus that caught the woman in the act and Zacchaeus and everybody else. When you meet Jesus at the great white throne judgment, what do you think? He's going to change? No, he's going to go, come on in. I I don't even know what you're talking about. You're the beloved spotless bride I've always been looking for. You're my dream girl. Amen? He doesn't change, guys. So, is that good? All right. So, if any of you guys online too, um, if that's your case, just know that's what you have. That's what you have your hands on. Isn't that great? All right, let's get into this. Oh, Okay. um, The mystery of the kingdom of God. In that day, you're going to realize I'm in you, you're in me. This is the mystery, which is just, it's the Greek word mysterion, but we translate it secret, right? So if Jesus comes and he says, I'm going to give you the secret of the kingdom of God, we should pay attention, shouldn't we? You rarely hear this taught anywhere. It's behavior and stop doing this, stop doing that. God won't bless you unless, like, it's just so crazy. It's just... So I'm going to do everything in my power not to get upset by what everybody's doing with coronavirus right now. Because if anybody, this is the time for us to shine. <laughs> like, hello, guys. We live above all of that stuff. Amen? Yes. We should. And if not, I'm going to try to show you scripturally that, yes, this. but it's so foreign for most people. So this would go into um, uh, the category of when, you know, one of our original mentors. This is, what, this is how he taught. Because uh, the, the, the miraculous intrigued us. Did anybody intrigue anybody else? Um, and so here's what he told us. He goes, you've lived among the humans too long. And you've forgotten who you are. Now when I see churches shutting down. And the Pope going, hey, all services are gone. I, I, I was like... What is this? We should be the ones out in on the highways and byways going. It, it, we're fine. We're fine. Come here. Let me pray for you. I got coronavirus. Breathe it into my mouth. No problem. I'm serious. Like, what are we talking about? Like, now you, I know I'm in the minority here, but it's just real to me. It's just very real. It's like, yeah. In the old covenant, if you touch something of sin, you became sinful. The new covenant, you, the righteousness of you touches the the unclean and it becomes clean amen that's how it works guys so now if you're totally fearful that's fine but you shouldn't be he doesn't say be anxious for nothing except coronavirus he says be anxious for nothing but in everything pray like we're going to show you how to pray tonight amen so you can just live above all this so here's what i would tell you this this falls into that category of we've forgotten who we are or maybe some of you guys have never known who you are um And I just want to cut across all religions, all barriers, everything, all all denominations right now. You don't need tongues. You don't need the gift of healing. You don't need this denomination. You don't need charismatic. You don't need to fall down. You don't need any of that. Yet I show you a better way, says Paul. And it's the famous love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13, right? If you know the anointing within you is his perfect love, which has created every atom in the universe, and you know you have that, that love, does love fail? No. It says, love never fails. So when you go into the secret place of the Most High, is what scripture says, where he dwells, he's one with you, it never fails. You guys got it? So when you see stuff like this, uh, well, let's, just, let's go to this first slide. So, because people are worried, I, I can tell, like businesses are shutting down, whatever. I'm gonna show you, how to make more money if you're laid off. (laughs) You get some time off, amen? So so here's Psalm 91. I'm showing the Ark of the Covenant because all these things, which is where this came from, Noah's Ark, right? It's all stories of the same thing, guys, is where even in the Garden of Eden, he says, you know what? I've preserved a way to the Garden of Delight and daintiness is between the cherubim, right? And then, so the cherubim were were winged creatures and, and even in the temple, it's, imaginary creatures, is what it says. Well, that should tell us something, right? And then when they tell him uh, to build the the Ark of the Covenant and everything else, he says, I will meet you between the cherubim, right? Because that's where I'm gonna meet you, follow me? And the, cherub, the Ark of the Covenant was where? In the holiest of holies, right, in the temple. So then the revelation in the New Covenant is Jesus and Paul says... Where is this thing? By the way, you are the temple. And all of these things are types and shadows of God's highest creation, which is you. So where he's going to meet you between the cerebrum, it's the same root, literally. He's going to meet you between the divinity that you carry in your hearts and minds. That's why the scripture says, guard your hearts and minds with all diligence. So if you're going to be diligent, it's more diligent to guard what you think than get Purell. I'm just trying to be real here. Okay. I don't care if you use Purell, but you're not reading your book very well. Because here's what it says. There's nothing outside of a man that defileth a man. So is the coronavirus outside of you? Then that can't defile you. What defiles you? Oh my God, I touched somebody with corona. And what I greatly fear comes upon me. Guard this thing and guard this thing. Does that make sense? And then you can just laugh about it. Like, praise God, man. No line for the hot dogs. So <laughs> that's honestly how we look at it. We're like, I'm not trying to diminish it. But guess what? If you know somebody who's struggling, whatever, pray for them. Not, not, don't, even, don't even let them know you're doing it. Because then they just want to slap you sometimes. Because you, you're an irritating Christian sometimes to them. So meaning like this is, if you know they're struggling, don't go, let me pray for your brother. I don't know. It's probably my issue, but that turns me off actually, because I've been around religion so much. I'm like, that'll help. You should pray for yourself. Then I'll listen. <laughs> You're usually a mess, and I'm like, no, I don't want to. No, I don't want you God. So, I got this thing. So, just do it. Just do it in private. Does that make sense? Well, that's what supplication is. It's literally so. Supplic- we just supplicate. We did supplication for Micah's dad. We see him. We see him exactly how we want him, and what we do between the cherubim, God sees what's done in secret and brings it to pass. Amen. That's how it works, right? You got it. Yes. You got it, right? Okay, because you keep sending me texts like you're getting it, so I, I, I'm excited for you. Yes, I'm like beyond thrilled. It's like I can't take my mind off. Of yeah, praise God. All right, so you get all this. So this is—he's talking about you right here. So let's just read Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. So that means taking your eyes off everything you see here and dwelling inside, between the cherubim. Follow me? All right. So I will say to the Lord, You are my refuge. You are my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler, from the deadly plague. He will cover you with his feathers. See the feathers and the wings of the cherubim? He goes, Surely he will cover you with his feathers. Under his wings you will find your refuge. And then I just jumped down. You can read it all. Verse seven, though a a thousand may fall at your side and 10,000 at your right hand, no harm will come near you. And then if you go down to the very last part, I just love. Verse 14, because he loves me, I will deliver him. Because he knows my name. Now there's a lot of people that can yell Jesus at the end of their prayer that get zero results in prayer because that's not what know my name is. When you know you're a son and perfectly loved son or daughter, this works for you. Does that help you? It doesn't mean you go, I know Jesus. I know so many people who tell me I know Jesus who don't know Jesus. I'm like, I can't wait for you to know him. So you can say it a lot, but I want you to know him. So because he loves me, I will deliver him because he knows my name. I will protect him. He who calls out to me, I will answer. What he's saying here, love is responsive, isn't that? When Jesus is on the cross, he said, "I, I heard his cry. And Jesus even saying, because he, when he tells us, Lord, teach us how to pray, he says, don't use a bunch of words like your prayer group. That's not what he says, but I'm saying that. <laughs> he says, don't use a bunch of words like the Pharisees and the Sadducees because they're just doing it to be heard. He goes, go into the secret place of the Most High. Pray in the Spirit, not Shaba dabba dabba because it's not outside. It's in here. Amen? And the Father who's in here, who's one with you, sees... And this is the confidence that we have. If we know he hears us, we have what we've asked for. Hallelujah. Does that help you? So when he calls out to me, I will answer. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my Yeshua. Isn't that amazing? So you cannot die until you're ready. You, when you're satisfied. You're, so if you're not satisfied, let's, let's hang out. If you're satisfied, you're free. You just can't step into more life. Amen? Amen? Isn't that beautiful? Yeah. So don't ever this, you just, guys, there's so many crazy testimonies who under people understand this stuff. That sinew by sinew, their body gets put together because they're going, I'm not done. Isn't that awesome. Yeah. So I don't want you to have any fear. You're re- Don't even see, man, gets me in trouble. Um I believe major accidents, everything, I believe this still holds. Just because we saw too much. I saw people walk off airplanes that crashed, and they go, you know what? We, we, we weren't ready. So they just walked off. And here's the sad part to me. And I, I'm trying to show you how powerful I think we really are. That we're so missing this thing. That we're so missing what Sonship looks like. Because I, I'm... Man, this week, Jeff was saying, I was like, how was it? gosh. I just, thought, I, I just thought Christians were... It was sad to me, their response, put it that way. Um, I was like, wow, even them? Because this is a lot of the stuff I saw. Um, God's in control. Good luck. You're going to be deeply disappointed because he put his kids in charge of this thing. You and I. Read Psalm 8, because you've, you've created us a little lower. I know King James says angelos, but it's really Elohim, Eloah. He goes, he's made us a little lower than God. And then here's David going, who are we that you've crowned us with your glory, your splendor, and you've given us dominion over the works of your hands? Because we say stuff like God's in control, we throw all this negative junk on him. And he's not, he's perfect love. He 's going if you would just rise up and understand the whole creation's waiting for the manifestations of the sons of God when you know the name that you are one with him and when you pray within is exactly what it's going to experience without now you'll be delivered now you'll be healed now all these things happen to you isn't that good we're in charge of this deal so come on so please go be normal just go do stuff don't We're forgetting the greatness of even this country, everything. like President Roosevelt, what was his great speech? The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. Guys, I'm not trying to diminish the people that are... But it's so minuscule. It's the natural death rate right now. Anybody know the number right right now, like coronavirus in the U.S.? How much is it? What is it? Less than two grand, right? Less than 2,000 right now? 1,300? 1,300, okay. So... Do you guys remember Zika? We don't talk about Zika anymore. Um, Do you remember Ebola? We don't talk about Ebola anymore. Do you remember swine flu? You guys have any idea how many were infected in the U.S.? Try 60 million. So let's say we're at 2,000, which we're lower than that, I think. But once we get to a million in this country, it's still 60 times less than swine flu. I know numbers are kind of hard when, when you're up here, but I'm just a math guy. I'm going, what are we doing? I'm just like, like, what are we doing? And then when they shut baseball down, I'm like, okay, now it's fighting. I'm a little pissed right now. And honestly, I was like, I'm a little pissed about what's going on because this is ridiculous. Now, now opening day is going to be delayed for at least two weeks. I'm like, all right, I'm going to teach you guys how to take care of this thing because I selfishly want to go to a baseball game. So, and we should be, we should be like, come on. So. But I got good news. So you got this? All right, let's go to the next slide. Okay, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. Now, most of you guys, I would just ask you to clear everything you've heard about the kingdom because you're going to see a preacher up there spitting, pounding, snorting, tonguing. <laughs> Kicking authority. <laughs> it doesn't come by observable things, guys. It comes from within. Okay? So Luke 12:32. fear not. United States. Fear not China. Fear not all these nations, right? Fear not. Little flock, for it is your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. It says, pleasure to give us. So Luke 17, I could, I could list 30 scriptures right here. Luke 17, 20. The kingdom of God comes not with observation, meaning you can't see it. It's in the hidden places, okay? So the kingdom of God comes not with observation, neither shall they say, lo here or lo there, for behold, where's the kingdom? Within you, Right? Mark 4.11, and he said to them, unto you is given to know, this is the parable of parables, what he said. because if you don't understand this parable, you're gonna miss everything I say, because everything I say, I say it in parables. And without a parable, I speak not. Well, Jesus said this. Yeah, he said it as a parable. So what does it mean? Well, I don't know that. Right. Oh. And he said to them, unto you is given to know the mystery, the secret is mysterion. So he's given to you because you're his closest friends. It's not something we don't know. He's going, if there's a secret of the kingdom, I've given it to you. It's my great pleasure to give it to you because you're my kids. And that's what the disciples are going. Wow. He's no longer treating us as strangers. He's treating us like friends now because friends know what everybody's doing to them. It was this, this intimacy that, uh, so he says unto them, it's given to you know the mystery of the secret of the kingdom of God, but unto them or without, all these things are done in parables. So here's kingdom, that, that word. It is Strong's 932, it's Basilia. And I just took this word for word right, out of, right off of Bible Hub, so you're not saying I'm saying this, okay? You get mad at Strong's and everything else. So, because so people give it to me, I'm telling you. They go, so are you saying? No, your book says it. I'm just trying to get you to read. So, <laughs> it's the father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom this is the mystery of the kingdom and that word every time is basilia definition it's my father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom sovereignty and royal power it's my father's good pleasure to give you my royal power is what he's saying well if i'm one with the father wouldn't he wouldn't i have the same rulership that he has And if I'm his bride and I'm married to Jesus, don't have the same life that Jesus, because here's the mystery, as Paul says, two have become one. You guys got it? So when he prays, this is why I always ask people, I go, if Jesus came right now and came into your room and said, hey, you just prayed for your bonus to be four times, here it is, what would you guys do? Hallelujah. But here's the thing, once you get it, when you pray, you should go and I just prayed. Hallelujah. I get my four times bonus because I heard it and my father and I are one. So I know the confidence that if he hears it, I heard it. We got it. Amen. So when you pray for anything, know that you have it. That he, it's my good father's good pleasure to give it to you. Is this cool to you? God, gets kind, God rocks now, as my friend Sue says, right? God rocks. So anyway, so usage. So here's how you in usage. It's kingship, sovereignty. And this is where, you know, these guys who are spitting and snorting and But it's in. It's in. It doesn't have to be this visible thing on the outside. Because I see a lot of people snorting and spitting and tongues and dominion. And and their hearts are far from him. They don't believe a thing they're saying. So here's the usage. Authority, rule, especially of God, both in the world and where? In the hearts of men. I just quoted, I just pulled that right off the website. You can't get mad at me. But it's the Father's good pleasure to give you his royal power. Now, is that something? That is something. Amen? All right, let's go to the next slide. So here's Philippians 1. When they shut down Major League Baseball and Broadway and Apple stores, you should freak out. Is that what it says? No, at least not in my book. Philippians 4.1, therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved, dearly beloved, guys, you're loved sons and daughters, right? Dearly beloved and longed for. You're my longed for. I love that part. We, a lot of times we just go to Philippians 4.6, I go, I was just meditating on Philippians 4.1 today. I'm like, that is so good. Be, therefore, my brethren, dearly beloved and longed for, my joy and crown, stand fast in the Lord. Now we can quote that, stand fast in the Lord. But if you go look it up in Strong's again, it's the word curios. So here's where we stand fast. Like, don't move out of this position properly. A person exercising absolute ownership rights. It is my Father's good pleasure to give you His royal power as a son and a bride of Christ. Therefore, you beloved, you longed for my joy and crown. When things start to happen out here Go into the secret place of most high and stand fast, literally absolute, exercising your absolute ownership rights within. Wouldn't that give you more peace? To go, 10,000 might fall on my right hand, but it's not coming near me. And you know what? It's not coming to my community. It's not coming to Colorado Springs. It's not coming to Monument. And it's not coming to New York City because I'm going to the Yankees game, man. I bought my tickets already. So, you want to tick me off. That's a good way so, and I'm not trying to minimize it. Like, that's my, I love that stuff. It's joyful to me, right? So, yeah, what do you want to do? Sit in your house all day? So, then I drop down to six. Do not be anxious about anything. And this is real. So, when you start seeing yourself get anxious, what do you do? Don't be anxious. Go within. Don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, King James says, but in everything, by prayer, that's how we pray. We go within, and you see what you desire within. And the Father sees and the words you tell yourself within. Guys, it's just, it's the pictures you create and the words you tell yourself within, not external words. And here's the confidence that you have. If you see it and you hear your inner conversation, the Father sees it and hears your inner conversation and you have it. Full stop. Isn't that cool? Go to sleep, snore, whatever. So no all-night prayer things. Guys, it doesn't take long. It takes 10 seconds. It takes a minute. It really takes as long as you to calm yourself down until you can see it, that's it. And once you see it, and you can start to, we were talking about this today. Some people are, have a hard time feeling it. I go, just picture your life how you want it, and if you just hold that picture in your mind, it'll start to become real to you. The sensations will start to come. You don't have to worry about feeling it; it'll come, right? It's just like uh, if if you if I could do this with you, if you um, uh, if you bite into a really really tart lemon. Just close your eyes once. And just take that lemon. You can, feel, you can feel it in your hand. and It's a half lemon, so it's half cut in half. You can kind of feel the juice on your hands. And just take a big bite and start tasting that lemon. Can you do it, though, in your imagination? You feel the saliva start to come? It's real. Your body responds. That's, that's feeling. That's all it is. Does that help you? You start to feel it become real to you. So, Martha, you starting to <laughs> Yeah? See, that's what I do with a beer and a hot dog. I'm like, oh. <laughs> At Yankee Stadium, I start to drill. My wife has to like wipe my head. So it's like Homer Simpson, right? <laughs> that made me laugh. So we're making bacon on the beach. Oh, bacon. <laughs> huh? Bro, if you dwell in the secret place of the Most High, and take your eyes off Fox News for a minute, okay? And all you Republican evangelicals love it, but take your eyes off it for a minute, okay? Dwell within, dwell within, okay? You complaining about it is not gonna help anybody. It's just not. So, go by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. Thank you, Father. It feels so good to have this. This feels so good to have this, all right? So present your request to God, and the shalom of God, the irene of God, your union, your wholeness, everything God has, transcends all understanding. You don't have to figure this thing out. That's exactly what he says in the parable of the parables, right? If you see this thing and you plant that in your heart, we know not how. You just go to bed, but you're going to harvest it. Isn't that what the parable of the parables says? That's what he's saying, the same thing here. He says, uh, it'll guard your hearts and minds. It transcends all human understanding. You don't have to figure this thing out, okay? So finally, brothers, it'll guard your hearts and minds. Isn't that interesting? It's always your heart and mind. If you're worried about coronavirus and whether you ran out of toilet paper and they don't have Purell, and, where's your heart and mind right now? It's certainly not on in here where I transcend all of that. There's a greater way. I, his perfect love within me never fails. Now, you guys understand this. This isn't hard. I'm trying to make this as simple as I can. If you have kids or grandkids, which most of you do, or you have your pets, some of you guys love your pets more. You know what love is. Would you ever um, give them some disease? What would you do? You would do everything in your power to protect them, wouldn't you? Is he not that, that perfect love within? Oh, thank you, Father. So just kind of calm yourself down and go, you know what, Lord? I sort of understand love because I can picture I would never want that to my wife, my kids, my pet. Oh, you think of me so much more than that. Your perfect love guarding everything. It's not going to come anywhere near my house, my family, my nation, my, my community. Thank you, Father. That's prayer. Does that make sense to you? It's not. Oh God, let's pray. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I just can't go there. Um, the shalom of God, the unity of God, the peace of God transcends all understanding. Will guard your hearts and minds in the anointed Yeshua. Right. So, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if there's anything is excellent or praiseworthy. Think on those things. That's the cure. That's the cure for everything. You guys got it? So I just want to show you something, because now, let's say they come out with a coronavirus that increases your immunity 300,000 times. Would you be excited? They've already given it to you. This verse. So I want to read this out of uh, Carolyn Leaf. So I've talked about this before, but um, according to Dr. Herbert Benson, M.D. President of Harvard Medical School, Mind Body Institute. Negative thinking leads to stress, which affects your body's healing capacities. Does that make sense? So if you're worried about it, guess what happens to your immunity? It actually goes down. So everybody that's running around going, I'm being responsible. No, you're not. Sorry, I know I'm in the minority here, but I think you're being really irresponsible, actually. If you're a believer, you're being really irresponsible right now. You really are, because you're worried. You know what? You're going to get the stupid thing, because you're worried about it. So... Toxic thinking wears down the brain. I just wrote in my notes, dis-ease. Disease. Disease. I'm, I'm not at ease, right? The Institute of Heart Math, an internationally recognized nonprofit research organization that helps people reduce stress, discusses uh, <clears throat> an experiment entitled Local and Non-Local Effects of Coherent Heart Frequencies on Confrontational Changes of DNA, Changes of DNA. Meaning this is if you're stressed, your DNA, it shuts down different parts of DNA in your immune system. If you think on lovely things, good, joy, etc., it increases it wildly. Okay? This study shows that thinking and feeling anger, fear, frustration cause DNA to change shape according to your thoughts and feelings. The DNA responded by tightening up, becoming shorter, switching off many of the codes, which have to do with your immunity, which reduced quality expression. So we feel shut down by negative emotions, or our body feels this too. But here's the great part: the negative shutdown or poor quality of the DNA was reversed by feelings of love, joy, appreciation, gratitude. Doesn't that sound like that verse? If there's anything praiseworthy, if there's anything lovely, there's anything uh, love, joy, appreciation, gratitude, with thanksgiving. Thank you, Father. I'm so far from this. You just go within, right? The researchers found that HIV-positive patients who had positive thoughts and feelings had 300,000 times more resistance to disease. Three hundred thousand times, guys. This isn't three times. Three hundred thousand times. That sounds like immune, doesn't it? Yes. It does. It's, God's designed this perfectly. He's designed us perfectly to walk through all of this stuff. That's what I'm. That's why I'm kind of. I was saddened by the Christians' response. To be honest with you, like we're doing the right thing. Like, oh man, you two, come on, come on. We're supposed to walk in this stuff. Hallelujah. When everybody's freaking out, you're supposed to be the light. You're supposed to be the salt. Don't go preachy at them. Don't, like, let me pray for you. They're going to look at you and go, no, I've seen you. You just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. They're going to go, you're a mess. I've seen you. And you've been flopping around, and people are, like, putting rugs over you and stuff. Like That's why I'm, you, guys, if you want to do that, I'm just telling you, it's the us versus them again, in my opinion. Love covers everything. Hey, you can tongue. You can do all the, I've got the tongues and that's why I have power. You know what? You're supposed to tell everybody who doesn't have tongues they have the same power. That's love. There's something that's way better. That's what I'm trying to get. People think I'm anti-gifts. I go, done all that. This is way better. It's just better. I'm telling you. It's easier, faster, no all-night prayer, no no dry mouth because I'm praying 10 hours. Oh, thank you, Father. I just go within. Oh, thank you, Lord. I can see it now. Yes, thank you, Father. I know that you see it. Thank you. That's your great pleasure to give me that power. It's done. Go to sleep. It's awesome. We know not how, but that will harvest. Isn't that cool? Isn't that easier? It's so much better, in my opinion. Because it, I, I was taught this. Well, until you're baptized in the Spirit, you don't have something. Wait a minute. I'm supposed. To, what my book says is I'm supposed to present everyone complete in Christ. Not go, you don't have this, and this is why I have it. Because then people are like, well, I've never fallen out in the spirit. <laughs> you don't need it. There's a life way above that. Does that help you? Yes. No problem if you want to go do that. But you're missing half the people. And they're going to think you're bizarre. So, did that help? All right. Jeff saw me. So, here's what, so how do we do it? We're going to finish this off right now. So, take your eyes off the media. Symptoms, facts, all these different things, right? And and I get it. And this is everything. So let's say you get laid off from your job because there's businesses like freaking out and laying people off and doing everything else. Guys, you don't have to figure it out. Honestly, just start to, in your spirit, just start to see, oh, thank you, Father. There's always something to praise God for. I've got some extra time off. Thank you, Father, that you're my source. And I just see the same amount deposited in my account as if I was working full time. This is not going to come anywhere near my house. Thank you, Lord. Isn't that a good way to live? And it works. So, that's just unreasonable. Have you read your book? <laughs> it's pretty unreasonable. Virgins give birth, dead people come to life after three days, Jonah spits out. <laughs> Naked mole rats (laughs) come cruising all the way over and jump on a boat in the Middle East. Have you read your book? It's pretty unreasonable, isn't it? I have faith. You got, no, you don't. No, you don't. This takes a lot of faith, actually. I'd say that. Say, yeah. As I said, if I was one of the vultures, I'm like, look at that thing. He's blind. I don't even know where he's going. So (laughs) I know it's going to provide, but let's go a little, little. or is divorce a minute, right? Sort of, I know how to say it, but yeah. Don't you get it? Like, if we had any decency, he's, not, he's talking about the history of salvation. He's talking about how to heal your heart and all these stories. He's talking about going within, amen? So, Luke 12, 32, my little flock, don't be afraid. God's your father. That means everything the father has, I have, to, to the Jewish mindset, right? So, and that's why I don't think we can understand the scriptures unless we have a Jewish mindset. We, I really don't. Um, we mess them all up otherwise. So, my little flock, don't be afraid. God's your father, and your father's great joy is to give you his royal reign, is to give you his royal power. Didn't I show you that word, Basilius? So the kingdom literally means his sovereignty, rule, royal power. So how do you do it? You go within. You shut your eyes off here, shut your hearing, everything else, calm yourself down. If you want to breathe, it's, it's just a natural thing. It makes a lot of sense because if you breathe deep for a few times just to calm yourself down. That's what that whole study is actually, is they, get, they call it coherence where their heart and their mind are just settled and they agree. Like, oh, okay, I can start to see the life I want. And when you see yourself completely free from the virus, you see, you see you, he's your divine source where money's flowing in at all times, flowing in and flowing out that everything's paid for at all times. Thank you, Father. See your community that way. So I, I know for me, like Colorado Springs Monument, I'm, I'm, after I'm irritated, I gotta breathe, going, what are we doing? We're, we're, we're the, this whole nation's on edge right now because we're not standing up doing what we need to do. And that doesn't mean going and blabbing. What that means is we go into our secret place, And we just start to see, if you're at some job, some profession, etc., you see the business keep coming in. You see the work keep coming in. You see the people keep coming in. You see yourself joyful, free, not a care in the world about a virus, about your economic situation. You see your life how you want it to be. (sighs) Can you feel the rest? Ah, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. And what the Father sees in secret happen. This is how we put an end to it. In a quick way. Amen? Because there's been enough devastation and economic nonsense and people worried, and it's the whole earth is waiting for us, the sons of God, to stand up and manifest. This is how you do it, guys. It's the Father's great pleasure to give you His royal power, His rule. You're one with Him. Does that help? So, I wrote those prayers. You can do how you want, but for me, I just wrote things that make sense to me. So, just science-wise, when you wake up, when you, before you go to bed, take a couple minutes. Just quiet yourself down a little bit. And just with thanksgiving, that's what he says, I'm so grateful for God's goodness. If you know that God answers everything you want, then, oh, won't you be grateful? Oh, thank you, Lord. I don't have to be worried about that. Wow, what a good God, right? I'm so grateful for your goodness. My family, my community are living in love, divine protection. Thank you, Father. His riches are overflowing in our lives emotionally Physically, financially, it feels wonderful to live in his love. And that's within, right? So we can freely give, always have enough for ourselves. This is being planted in my heart. The mystery of, see, this is the secret of the kingdom. So I would actually tell yourself that. I know when I'm praying like this, it's being planted in my heart, and I don't have to know how. It defies all human understanding, but I will receive that harvest. So I like to say, I know this is being planted in my heart, and it'll automatically and effortlessly that's grace. The kingdom, the parable of parables is grace. We don't know how, but we just plant that thing there, and love is responsive, right? I know when I plant those thoughts in my my heart, when I see my community like that, I see my workplace like that, I see my bank account like that, whether I have a job, don't have a job, it defies understanding is what it says. I see the same results. Thank you, Father. I know that's being planted, and if it's planted, I will automatically and effortlessly receive that. And all these negative thoughts, if you do it repetitively, it's a thing of the past. And you live within. Does that help you guys? Yes. Is that good? Yes. Okay. Is there anything else I need to know? Yeah. So if, during the day, uh, if, if it rises up, just quiet yourself again. Just, you can make up your own prayer. I'm just giving you some simple things. You just see yourself again. Oh, you know what? Oh, I started to freak out again. Oh, thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that... This is not affecting my work. This is not affecting my community. I see myself, my family, my community just joyously prospering through all of this. In Jesus' magnificent name, thank you, Father. If we do that enough, it actually just literally rewires you, and those negative thoughts don't come around nearly as much. Amen? Does that help you guys? All right, so if you want to give, you can give. Thank you guys for giving online. I was just talking about Doug Bishop with this. This was really, this was really helping us um, as we were kind of dialoguing this. You know, where? um, how does giving work? It's been so manipulated, but he's really just showing me uh, more and more. So this is what's so cool to me is God so loved the world, he gave. Amen? Every atom in the universe is made out of his substance, is it not? What else is it made out of? If it wasn't made out of him, he was the only thing around, right? This is the confidence that we have in him. uh, or By faith, we understand that everything we see was made from things we can't see. Well, who was it made from? Him. So he's what? He's love. So every atom in the universe is made out of love. So we were just talking about this back and forth, right? And love is responsive, is it not? It's responsive to us. If you call on me, I answer. Doesn't it say? Well, guess what? It's love. When you call on love, what does love do? It responds. So we were talking about how if you give, you don't have to give, but if you give, this is how I would recommend you do it because we were talking about you know, the, the parable of the parables is it returns 30, 60, 100 fold. Now that's not, 30, that's not 30%, 60%, 100%, but most people can't think how big it actually is, how the multiplication is. So if you give, here's what I want you to understand is just start with this, add two zeroes before you give. So if you give five bucks, what's what's two zeros added to it? 500. So (laughs) it's really infinite. It's really whatever you want it to be. But love gives. So this is why he says, all grace responds to you so you always have more than enough. Amen? Well, why does all grace respond? Because there's not an atom in the universe that's not made out of him. You guys get this? He's 100% love, and everything that you see is made out of him. So as we we give, as we forgive, as we love, the whole world responds to us. It's responsive because that's him, isn't it? So you're starting to get this? So Doug and I were talking about, so do we add two zeros? I go, bro, it's really, he and I, it's way more than that. But most people can't think like that. So just start there. So as people give, just go, oh, thank you, Father. Here's my two zeros added to it. And just see that two zeros added to your bank account. Isn't that good? That could be three zeros. It could be eight zeros. It could be whatever. Oh, now I'm a little more cheerful giving versus giving you my lint. <laughs> That's why the old covenant says, listen, you have to give new covenant. like, no, nobody has to give a dime, but it's really designed for you. Does that help you guys? So thank you, Father. If everybody that gives online gives in here. Oh, it's so good. Only you could design a system that good. In Jesus' magnificent name. Amen, 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 So the buckets are here. I forgot to put them up there. Or you can give online. Can I give this to you? Micah, can I give that to you? If you need prayer, come on up. You can stand up. Go, leave, whatever. Hopefully that helps.